Hey, hey, Matt, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling it. My throat's kind of sore. Do you mind just, just opening, just doing some quick, funny intro bit here? Uh, oh, uh, shh, hey, shh, shh, Matt, Matt, way too loud, dude. Come on, keep it down. Shh, uh, shh. Okay, okay. But is this, is this okay? Yeah, go ahead. Do your, do your really funny intro bit that you've, you have prepared. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually took me some time. So Matt, come on, Matt. I talked about this. We literally just talked about this. You got to be quieter. I am so sorry. Okay, that's perfect. Kyle, you're mm. towing the line, buddy. Careful, <laughs> <Okay>. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, please. Sorry, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help it. It's been Everyone, too long. Sh- 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 Okay, one last time. This is make or break. If you don't, if you guys don't nail this, our quiet, funny intro tying into the title of the movie we watched this week, I'm gonna lose my shit. Okay, this is final <laughs> chance for everyone. I will, I will pull the plug on this thing so fast if we don't have the quietest, funniest intro. All right, ready? Three, okay. two, take right. it away, Matt. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris. That's Matt. <laughs> Hey. You can talk normally now. <laughs> and this is the Boo Boys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> our, our podcast where we try and turn uh, Kyle into a horror movie fan one film at a time. Hello. How are you boys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Okay. How, how are you guys <laughs> that doing? Was a, that was a real pregnant <laughs> pause. <laughs> I thought something really bad was going <laughs> to happen there. <laughs> uh i'm doing i'm doing great it's been too long i've missed uh i've missed this i've missed this i really have Um, yeah you went like traveling the world i went chasing the sun Ah, (laughs) you stave away you know the darkness that's right uh yeah i i didn't had to always be in the light but eventually you guys pulled me back in and here we are (laughs) wow that was that was really intense (laughs) oh that was poetic yeah i was i was in germany actually for like a month and it was kind of miserable um just to peek behind my life and i was in a hotel room basically and i mean i could go outside and everything but like it was it was like prison light if i can make light of prison (laughs) (laughs) man really really coming in swinging but uh yeah so i thought about one thing about so just basically I, i really miss doing this but i didn't necessarily miss you know watching horror movies because it wouldn't surprise anyone to know that i didn't watch a single horror movie <laughs> what the month you didn't watch February. horror movies in our extended break here <laughs> rush up no oh, so i was trying to think if there might be like a german word for this feeling of longing for something i don't want to watch but it leads to something fun that i like to do you know which is, is this podcast I'm still looking. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you could have actually brought a word up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have the time. I didn't have. Man, we are very different people on this horror movie podcast. In our break from doing this, I probably Uh ended up watching 15 horror movies. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not that many. Maybe like 10 or 12. But uh, (laughs) And... We all watched a horror movie before Kyle left on a 10-month break, and it was a mm-hmm. movie that Matt recommended and Kyle picked, and Matt, Wait, what was the movie? What? No, I watched it after I got... Well, I was... It was in the middle anyway. Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yes. Sorry, so Matt, was, you picked the movie. Yeah, it was my, my movie. Um, 
to pick this week or this uh, episode. And uh, the movie mm-hmm. I picked was um, Hush by a um, repeat uh, offender. Um, isn't it uh, Mr. Fender? Flanagan? Yeah, Mike Flanagan. I don't know if I call him an offender. I like his stuff. It's not like I'm, I'm well, the, the, perturbed. The, the, we have to watch enough. No, the, the quote is a you know like repeat, repeat. Of, no, no. no. Oh. Yeah, no. I'm no, with you. Not, man. A, not every arrow hits its mark. It's okay. It's okay. Don't let don't no don't let Chris bring you down. That was good. <laughs> hey, I, we're we're just a bunch of we're just a bunch of Flana fans over here, man. We yeah. we, we are behind our boy Mike Flanagan all the way. Um, <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was Oculus was his first movie, uh, or yeah. not first movie, but first movie we watched on this podcast of his. Yes. Um, so, but this one, Matt, what we what we watch? Oh, we watched Hush, and uh, it's, a, it's a movie uh, essentially about a, um, a girl who lives alone, um, in like a remote area. Um, she is mute and deaf. And along the way, a mm-hmm. uh, killer um, comes out, and uh, the chase ensues. Hmm. It's kind of like a home invasion with that death uh, twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they use that a lot, which I I will get into it later. But I, I enjoyed. Yeah, I guess it's right off the bat, Matt. And and it's been so long, I even forgot the concept of this episode. Kyle had no <laughs> say in this movie. Matt just got to pick straight out. That's True. right. Um, we're in the final uh, throes of the season final, here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, Matt, why did you know? Why did you pick this movie, and what'd you think of this movie? Um, honestly, I I picked it because I when I was trying to find something that was uh, more modern and uh, more scary, um, this kind of came up, and I took a look at it. Um, I did also see, you know, that it was um, written by uh, Mike Flanagan, and uh, oh, what a what a good return, what a nice return, and a and a good twist on a movie that we've kind of seen before with the that home invasion killer type, but um, you know uh, things have changed. The protagonist or the the victim in this movie is is someone who um, can't hear anything, and that adds like a whole another mm-hmm. level of scary to it. So, yeah, this movie was like a warm embrace from Mike Flanagan. To <laughs> a little rough letter. Kind. I think yeah. we're all we all enjoyed his movie Oculus, you uh, know. And so he said, "Come back home, boys. I got another <laughs> one for you." <laughs> can, I, can I admit something? So I usually go in blind to these movies. I don't even look at that. Like the. Uh, description before i click play uh-huh. uh, but i did catch like the first three words it was like a deaf writer and i was like okay what a spoiler i know i was like okay it's whatever big... fine. I, I know that going in and but then i literally forgot <laughs> because once the uh i think all the way i don't know what it was but it, you figure out early on that she's deaf but like i didn't know until it was like the fire alarm or whatever going on not the fire alarm that was later but like i don't know it was like she should have heard that like why isn't she reacting oh, to, to this <laughs> and i was like oh that's <laughs> right i did read about this i did see that so i'll i'll cop to <laughs> they had a they had that great opening shot a really strong opening shot where it's like the busy loud noisy kitchen and mm-hmm. then they show the exact same footage again but it's like totally quiet and it, it gives you her perspective and i thought it was a really cool way of illustrating it showing not telling 
uh, that she mm, was yeah. deaf. Um, but Kyle sure missed that. that. It, was, it was 20 minutes <laughs> prior to the film, and Kyle realized, wait a second. <laughs> It clicked. Yeah, it, it brings <laughs> a different perspective. You know, me, 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 and Chris were able to determine it pretty quick, um, and, and Kyle came at it a different way. And you know, that's okay. Uh, Kyle, what did you I think? Was of this unmuting movie? and muting my TV, trying to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I will say, okay, I, I before we uh, are, were the opening credits silent, right? That was like a whole bit the movie did. Yes, that or I I had my like, volume like set at zero. Yeah, it was like the like opening logo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. I was noticing I, that too. Yeah, An- I another legit, hint I could have used, dude. I I d- could not figure it out, and I thought my TV was broken, so I like monkeyed around with it for like ten minutes trying to figure out what was wrong with my TV until I realized, oh, no. oh wait a second, <laughs> oh, I didn't even that didn't even click until now, just for me right now that that's what was going on. I was like, don't these things usually have sound? I was like, oh maybe I not been paid attention close enough from previous films, and like maybe they've always been silent. I don't know. Really wasn't using my full brain. I feel like. On this, on this, <laughs> we're one. all a little rusty. Our our deductive skills yeah. here are a little off. But so, Kai, what'd you think of the of yeah. Hush, the movie Hush? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a interesting, like Matt said, an interesting twist on a home invasion thing, and more like thriller than mm-hmm. I'd say, like straight up horror. Um, but I thought it was interesting, and I thought it was well done. Um, yeah, I I uh, enjoyed for, it for too. I think Mike Flanagan and all this stuff, uh, he's good for one or two really innovative shots and interesting ways of presenting his material. And it, I, I feel like there's a really high floor for his um, his movies and TV shows where it, it's not always the most amazing or most transcendent thing, but you're never going to have a bad time watching his stuff. There's just a level of competence that keeps it from being garbage. Um Mm-hmm. The other question, though, that we take on in this podcast is, was it scary? And I'm interested to hear what the two of you think, because I did not find it scary, but I never know with you guys. Hmm. <laughs> um, I did not find it scary, but I I kind of came at it through the lens of, of this would be more of a thriller than it would mm-hmm. a, a horror. And I guess, you know, there's like suspense thriller, there's thriller, there's um horror there's all these like kind of sub genres that people try to put and um yeah i just thought um yeah i thought of it more as a as a thriller so but it was still good mm-hmm. yeah i would agree with both of you and say it wasn't scary and you know i i've said this before i i try to give the the movie a fair shot and like turn out the light turn off the lights and uh, get at the conditions all all optimal to watch but i was in a hotel room uh on like a hotel room tv which picture that and that's what it is <laughs> that's exactly mm-hmm. what i was watching on and then um you know i've been in this hotel room for like three plus weeks at this point and i was over it and i was like i just want to be home and anywhere but here but like i gotta watch this movie here and i was kind of like apathetic <laughs> at this point and so i yeah. was i was kind of uh, maybe not in the right headspace uh, and even just physical kind of setting, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't scary uh, in the traditional sense. Yeah. I, 
um, I actually thought one of the creepier aspects, which they did away with really early, was um, the the guy tormenting her had this mm-hmm. mask on early on. That was it was a pretty int- it was just like a basic white mask, but it was just it was pretty creepy. And you, um, but he just gets rid of it. And, and there's a plot reason why, basically, to show like he's gonna kill her. It doesn't matter what she does. He doesn't care if he's if she sees his face or not. But but it, even after that scene, it would I would have liked him to put it back on. I guess just as the like creepiness vibe of of seeing him wearing that mask. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, they did they did also also explain as well that um, she can essentially read lips, and so like throughout the kind of back and forth between the the killer and the um, protagonist Maddie, um, that's kind of how they communicate more or less they don't do it often but when they do communicate she just reads his lips Mm -hmm. there there was one thing i think this movie could have done that would have elevated it for me which is keep us for in her perspective for way longer stretches of the movie where we don't hear anything either maybe just some basic white noise and and Mm -hmm. i think the moment it would have worked perfectly is this movie stumbles into the traditional jump scare format, which is loud um, noise accompanied by the scare, you know, violins or whatever, you know, just that loud noise that all horror Mm -hmm. movies do. And I think this could have been such a more powerful jump scare if we didn't have that cue, because it would have made it harder to predict when things would jump us. Um, and it would just be all mm-hmm. visual, just like the character has to experience. Um, and there were a couple moments like in the yeah. middle of the movie where where it was like he would shoot an arrow at her and a loud noise would play. And it's like, man, how how much scarier would it be if we didn't have that audio cue? Because it like elevates us above her. We're not we're no longer experiencing it as she is. We're like this upper level mm-hmm. kind of godlike uh, vision now of things. Yeah. Um, Kyle, I mean, they, yeah, they they played it really well. So, oh, no, yeah, go for it. No, I, I'm just, you know, what wow. were there some just moments for either of you that, that stood out? <laughs> uh, for me, I think the initial like uh, kicking it all off when the neighbor girl comes running back with like the arrow in her back and she can't get her attention in the kitchen. She's like banging on the door and you, you mm-hmm. can't tell. Uh, or she can't tell or just isn't looking, but she can't hear her obviously. And, uh, and then the guy just comes up and drags her, slits her throat and like drags her off. That was just like, kind of like a brutal, uh, awakening. And you're like, man, you're like, she's right there. And just, she can't hear her obviously and, and can't. And so just misses the boat on being able to help or, uh, you know, trying to head, head it off at the, you know, at the top there. I got weird vibes from the neighbor early in the movie um, when she she visits for uh, just to say hi and, and you know, comments on the main character who's an author, her latest book and they, you know, dinner, making dinner and stuff. And I don't know, I got weird vibes throughout and, and I got weird vibes with the neighbor's husband, like the way they were talking made it seem like I thought he was going to be the killer at one point just because they kept talking about him in this kind of like foreboding way about, is he home yet? Or is he coming home? And, 
uh, he ends up just being a normal kind of nice dude. But uh, I don't know. It was just like this really <laughs> eerie vibe in the beginning where I was like, I think these neighbors, like I thought it was going to be the two neighbors. Like I was certain the one neighbor mm. had was like faking her own death and was going to be some like big reveal and stuff. And so I was very surprised. I don't know why, but. Yeah, I mean, I also thought with um, they were kind of teasing like heavily more more so in the beginning of like this. I think his name is Craig, um, but kind of like a, a love interest of the main character. And I thought mm. like, OK, like that oh, could yeah. have fled somewhere, but it, it didn't. But I mean, yeah, I, I thought I she was going to like show up or be the guy. Or yeah. Yeah. Like, something. you know, like he would have like come in and be like, you know what? You, you didn't answer any of my my facetimes or whatever you know what's going on and then do basically what the neighbor's husband did yeah that's a good point that didn't really like come up at all later Hmm. yeah and and so the neighbor's husband does show back up and and kyle what'd you think of of the dude i thought was gonna be a villain but ended up being (laughs) cannon fodder uh (laughs) he got a he got a tough break he was uh he caught on eventually, but it was just a little late. And uh, and well, I, don't, I can't quite remember what happened, but eventually he just essentially he just essentially the the main character is an accomplice because she bangs on the window, and <laughs> oh, then yeah. the, the husband looks at the window, and then oh, that's when he gets his she gets him killed. Yeah, because yeah. he was like about to to like rock him. He had like yep. a rock. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ready to beat the guy, but ends up. Uh, yeah. So I guess tough, tough break for for the husband. I guess I don't know what yeah, else. Yeah, it, it's the husband of the neighbor. He shows up yeah. and it's like, "Where's my, where's my wife who got killed early on?" Like Kyle mentioned, and uh, I will say it took him a long time. Yeah, because this creepy dude with like a neck tattoo who's in street clothes is like yo yeah i'm a cop like can you get me in this Mm -hmm. house like i promise i'm i'm a nice cop (laughs) and the husband's like uh i guess sure (laughs) yeah i'm a new deputy who got my handcuffs gun badge all stolen by the real and it's (laughs) like okay (laughs) so that was a little disappointing from from the neighbor husband. It's like, come on, dude. You should have instantly yeah. if if I was in that situation, I'd instantly be like, this dude's not a cop. Like this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Citizens arrest. He did he did weak at um eventually, I guess, which helped our protagonist mm-hmm. out in the end, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so I thought it might not element. have all been for Yeah, he but I thought a neat element of this was just um the main characters doesn't doesn't really feel like a victim throughout. Like she fights back, which I thought was a nice touch, especially mm-hmm. compared to some of the movies we see where it's just like bumbling, stumbling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. Also- she doesn't she isn't able to to get the uh what, what does she have the crossbow? She can't rack that yeah, back. Um, had a hard time there, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, um, it's interesting that she uses like so like she has like writer's block like kind of going right before the 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 killing and everything, and um, I guess like she says like you know a lot of scenarios that she has in her mind like she'll like play like seven different um, scenarios and like how she kind of incorporates that during this attack being like okay if I go this way i'll 
probably, you know, I, I, I have a cut on my leg, I'll probably bleed out before then. Or it's like, if I stay in the house, he'll go this way. And it was kind of interesting to, like, see how she's playing that in her mind all at once. Mm-hmm. They even do, a, like, a Doctor Strange fake-out death, where it's like she runs, mm-hmm. he, like, guts her, and then it, like, cuts back. It was, like, her envisioning what she could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, which was interesting. It, it did fake me out. I'm like, whoa, they just yeah. killed her. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was it's like, like well, that was real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll play our own version of uh, Voice in the Head, figuring out what to do by mm. the traditional Boo Boys game, When Do You Bounce? Uh, mm. Kyle, let's start with you. It's been so long since you got a bounce from something. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get out of there, but this is tough because the whole time she is like trying to bounce. Mm -hmm. Uh, so she, it's just the, the means and, uh, successful bouncing that, that she's trying to accomplish, uh, accomplish. So, Hmm. I mean, you, you just got to pick like when she does like, right. I don't know. I don't know how to play this game with this movie. (laughs) Truthfully, (laughs) like she's trying to bounce from the big, from the get go. And and he is kind of like locked her in, um, and is kind of doing the rounds outside the house to like keep her in, inside until he like decides to kill her. Yeah, Matt, how about you? I I probably agree with Kyle where yeah. it's this is almost a bounce proof movie. Hmm. Yeah, it it is unless you want to kind of be in the situation where it's like, well, I'd I'd never live somewhere like that because oh, okay, which, yeah, there you I'm, go. Like, there, there's that part where where so the the main character is talking to her sister via FaceTime or whatever. And the sister has been like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh yeah, just, you know, move back home, move to the city. Um, You know, why are you so isolated? And the main character is like, well, because of, you know, being deaf and mute, essentially the, you know, I'm already isolated is what she says. And I was like, I, I don't, Mm -hmm. don't know if I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I'd probably still want to live in the city, but, but yeah, I mean, I guess other than that, yeah, it's pretty, pretty bounce proof. She still makes it technically. So. Matt, that's a that's a great segue into a new segment. Oh, I wow. want to. Cool. You're not allowed to come debut. up with segments. This is yeah. my podcast. I decided. I decided it's time to you know break the mold here and come what up with a heck? segment of my own. Um, We're gonna have and... a strong talk after this. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're in big trouble, buddy. Okay, no. we'll save it for after the pod. Uh, the segment is called. This is a working title, by the way. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you polished this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't run it by either of you beforehand. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, things this movie makes a great case for. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's <laughs> we're definitely going to have to yeah, workshop that. Workshop. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. The title's not important, but basically, how it goes is. Uh, what this movie kind of specifically makes a good case for about how one should kind of live their life uh, okay, in order okay. to not get into these situations or maybe get themselves out of these situations. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so what Matt was alluding to there, I actually had written down was uh, this something that this movie makes a great case for is not living out alone in the woods, <laughs> uh, relatively isolated, except for neighbors who die easily. So you, you have that written down. I, I literally have that written down, Matt. I, <laughs> I, wow. I just wanted to make sure because I mean, I'm 
I never think that the neighbors that I live too? next to will die quickly, oh. but uh, no, that's just <laughs> that's it's in my notes. Uh, I, okay, I, that's fair. Speaking that's fair. how, and then uh, if you guys come up with any as I'm talking, I have a few more. But uh, okay, well let's feel free just, to chime let's in. do a quick check, Matt. Do you have anything that this movie Hush made a good case for? Um, oof, uh, having. Really annoying fire alarm. Yeah, okay. I mean it was necessary for a deaf person, but I was thinking like things that aren't even necessarily in the movie. You know what I'm saying? That, but like, oh, okay, okay, I like you know, oh. uh, take it whatever direction you want. So I guess like what, yeah, have it really. Can I get like another alarm. example to? Yeah, let's hear another example okay. of this great yeah. new. Uh, so I, I have in reference to that she couldn't get the the crossbow the the actual bow like racked back oh, um, archery so, training uh, archery training or push ups just to build that strength <laughs> oh. up just I guess makes a good case for personal fitness I guess yeah yeah, yeah okay stuff like that uh, a landline uh, so that oh, you're not dependent on the one phone that the guy I mean, he did cut the beginning. power he did that's true. He cut the power. Okay, uh, how about a data plan for your iPad or oh. iMac or something like kind of something so you're not dependent on just like Wi-Fi because once mm-hmm. that power's yeah. out, it's like, I mean, I guess uh, yeah. If you if you live that far away, that would be a good contingency. Maybe your data's like, not great. Like anyway. even like a generator, I guess. Oh yeah. In, uh, in every Matt, room. I wrote it down. I wrote that down. A Ooh, generator. Dang. Okay, yeah. I, I think I'm ready to contribute okay. one. All right, what's up? A live-in bodyguard. Ooh, ooh! I like like it. a like a doorman, but like <laughs> for your yeah. Also, Maybe not even just the bodyguard as- aspect. I've learned in horror movies, the more um, people around you, the less likely you are to die at any moment because there's just more like human shields to take there the you go. for you. You know, I like <laughs> it. Yep. Okay, live in bodyguard. That's a good one. I did not yeah. have that one. Slash roommates, uh, I guess. Uh, roommates. Okay. Um, I said a uh, gun ownership. Oh, <laughs> wow, we're getting, we're gonna go was, political was, on this. Maybe yeah, I was thinking <laughs> the NRA must love this. They point to this movie and be like, "Look at this." Yeah, if you had a gun, <laughs> you wouldn't need to cock yeah. a, a crossbow. Exactly, that's, that's true. But the flip side, Kyle, is if the killer had a gun, it would have been a lot shorter too. Oh, oh no! So that's a good point. It's like if if your hero has a gun, your villain has a gun. Mm, mm. The, the sword cuts could, both ways. Yeah. I mean, think you about could, uh, Mike. Change the cat. Think. Oh, a cat. Uh, just change instead the of cat. the cat. You know, yeah, like give oh. him like a like a Doberman or a Rottweiler oh. or something else. Yeah. Oh yeah, something more fierce. Yeah. Okay. There you go. What about a tiger? Yeah. Ooh, let's okay. just wrap it up. I like it. It. Um, <laughs> ooh, exotic tiger. jungle cat ownership is yeah. a, <laughs> something i had, did not write down that this makes a good case for okay um and then my last one i think i'll i'll say here and then you guys can finish up if you come up with anything but uh finish that story that you're you're writing because you never know when a psycho killer will come murder you and uh <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to be remembered for not you know finishing your your story i mean, well, I mean she was an accomplished she, author she also yeah, did say you know like a, it's she, always like type in a little gonna... excerpt at the end, like if you find this or something like that, or love yeah. you, mom and dad. But it'll always be she. She was she was close to finishing the story, but couldn't decide between her seven endings that she was, you know, writing. Hmm. Sure. 
All right. Anyway. Well, give us the title one more time of that hit segment, Kyle. Yeah, this hit segment that is definitely coming back next week is <laughs> things this movie makes a great case for. Okay. <laughs> Write that down because I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> um, I do think the most brutal moment in the movie was when uh, he like curb stomps her hand as she like is reaching oh, through the door. Yep. That was some good practical effects or whatever effects. Um, it looks pretty good. No, they, they really just broke her hand. <laughs> yeah, <I knew> <laughs> <it was> just... <laughs> They're like, are you okay with this? Stunt doubles. Make sure yeah, you're, you're not yeah. the one with the broken hand. <laughs> Mike Flanagan goes through stunt doubles like there's no tomorrow, dude. He just brutal hard. I went through tons of mirrors and Oculus, so yeah. Oh, so Matt, thank you. God, you're the king of the segue. I was just going to ask if you guys saw the mirror from Oculus that no, you know what? I totally forgot appearance. Yeah, remind our listeners about what that is. Yeah, so in Oculus, the it's based around this you know, haunted, cursed mirror that this family owns with kind of ornate and decorative thing. It's very unique and distinct. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, Chris, you said, this is what you said. I didn't actually look this up, but that it makes an appearance in all of Mike Flanagan's other works. And so I was just wondering if you guys noticed. The Flanniverse, yeah. The Flanniverse, yes. That's no, did, the you, did you find it, though? Did you see it? No, I didn't. I only thought about okay. it afterwards. So. I'll look it up as we go here. Yeah, I um, uh, I didn't. I forgot to look for it, and I didn't didn't notice it. Matt, did you see I it? Did, I did not, but uh, no, as you Matt. are both talking about it now, I'm trying to see if I could find it. You're rewatching the whole movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right now. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll stick around for the next hour or 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> while you look for it. Play it at half speed, actually, just to make sure you don't miss it. Oh, darn it. Okay, I was just going to go for one and a half speed. but No, no. then you're going to miss it if you go too fast. Um, I'm really... Chris, are we vamping enough? Or have you found it? <laughs> um, I haven't found the mirror. I did, I have, I'm learning a lot about the Flaniverse here. <laughs> Apparently... Uh, the main character Maddie's book, Midnight Mass, she writes in this, is featured in another Mike Flanagan film, Gerald's oh my Game, God. which I'm sure Matt will choose pretty I soon. I actually see the beginning of that movie, unfortunately. It's well, there you go. Weird. Anyway. Uh, no, I didn't see it, but uh, we'll come. We'll all rewatch the film here and, and come back. So everyone just bear <laughs> with us. Give us two hours. We'll be back. Please. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to say about uh, Hush, mm-hmm. the Flanna film? Uh, I think I am all set. On, okay, perfect. On my notes. Well then, yeah, it's that time—the time everyone loves to hear. Yeah. It's been like three years since we've got to do this. <laughs> um, Kyle, after watching. Yes. Mike Flanagan's Hush. Mm-hmm. Also, Matt, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Kyle, after watching yeah. Hush, a yes. hit film within the Flanniverse. Good to be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy to, happy you will soon watch this. twice. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. hit movie Hush starring the gonna- Oculus Mirrors. 
Uh-huh. Are you a horror yeah. movie fan? No. All right. Well, then we're coming back next week. Uh, All right. Hey, Matt, I'm a, my throat's a little scratchy again. Do you mind just doing a quick, like, kind of funny outro that sort of references something we did earlier in the podcast? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you were waiting for me to shush you. Oh, you? no. <laughs> gotcha, baby. <laughs>